Welcome to Bible in Brief. I'm Rebecca Foster, and today's podcast is titled, He Calls You Daughter. This concept is explored with Philippians 4.13. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Strength is lacking in today's world, where you might be a working mom, an active participant at church, and a volunteer in your community. That's a lot, right? I am that, and yet it's not all me. Instead of doing it all in my own strength, I need to tap into living water to refresh me. I can't do it all alone. Can you? He calls you daughter. Did you have a loving biological father who encouraged you, giving you emotional strength, or propped you up on his shoulders when the walk was too long? If you did, you are much closer to knowing the loving father in heaven. My biological father was absent, but I learned to pray early, and my heavenly father gave me strength to keep walking and emotionally keep going when I felt like giving up. He calls you daughter. This reference to being a daughter is in Mark 5. My Bible group is reading Mark, and I'm studying Philippians with Alpha Cruces College and unpacking the concepts culturally and contextually. Philippians is undisputed as written by Paul. Many verses are quoted out of context like cliches, as there is a wealth of wisdom, but there's a wealth in understanding the context too. The New King James Version is more specific in revealing the He who gives us strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There is joy in this relationship with Christ. Paul encouraged the Philippians to know this too. He journeyed to Macedonia on the strength of a dream. How often do we have dreams, but we don't take them seriously? I am inspired by the strength of Paul and his care for women. Lydia was a businesswoman who was instrumental in the church at Philippi. The slave girl who was held in captivity by a spirit in Acts 16 was freed. Paul references other women too, albeit there is friction mentioned in chapter 4. Paul calls for unity in the church. Paul alludes to unity with Christ and others where strength is gained. Disunity with others depletes our strength. This letter reveals the body of Christ as us, his people. But without Christ, there is no unity. We need that relationship, that core relationship with Christ to be his body of believers and to have unity with others. Even when there are disputes, as Paul references in 4.2, how to operate with unity is to be united with Christ first. In 1.27, we are called, just like the early church, to, quote, stand firm in the one spirit, end quote, and in 2.1-2, to be, quote, united with Christ, make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love being in one spirit and one mind, end quote. Again, in 4, 1 to 2. 
My brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friends. Be of the same mind in the Lord. End quote. He calls for anxiety to be replaced by prayer and gratitude. Paul models this prayer and gratitude as he himself is imprisoned and writing about being grateful for everything he has. Physically, not much, but spiritually, abundantly wealthy. This letter is an inspiration. Anxiety is always beckoning at my door. Paul admits to being anxious. And yet, he knows that by witnessing other people's joy, this anaesthetizes this anxiety. Women know this too, loving their families, making sacrifices. In their children's smiles and laughter, many women are relieved of anxiety. Philippians was written to the church at Philippi, Macedonia. There is some dispute about the dates, depending upon which location one believes Paul was imprisoned. Paul was either imprisoned in Caesarea, Rome or Ephesus, with N.T. Wright arguing for Ephesus with the dates early to mid-50s, while other scholars, including Ian K. Smith, arguing for Rome with dates from A.D. 61 to 62. Paul has a unique relationship with the Philippians. Whilst refusing the financial support from the Corinthians, he accepts financial and emotional support from the Philippians, and this appreciation was one reason for this letter. There was no problem to solve, per se. The church was relatively healthy compared to some of Paul's others. And Philippians is known as a joyful letter, one that encourages believers and warns about possible detractors of the faith. Also known as a letter of friendship, with the church growing partly through the evangelism of women. This community was positioned as a surrogate family, as are Christian communities today, like my own, where I don't have a biological family nearby to help out. There is strength in the unity of the church family, which enables me to do all things through Christ, who strengthens me. I am connected to Christ through this unity and through prayers and petition. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There was a strong culture in Philippi of honour versus shame, which is a huge contemporary issue, as evidenced by shame researchers such as Brené Brown. Women have been the recipients of carrying shame for so many years, and Paul seeks to abolish the notion of competition by encouraging Philippians to be strengthened through relationship and not ego. In Philippians, there are many references to family, and Paul characterises the Philippians as children of God. He calls you daughter. Just prior to this verse about Christ giving us strength, Paul writes about being content in all circumstances and being grateful. This positivity is trendy before its time. In the 21st century, there are many self-help books about gratitude. But this was a revolutionary first century letter that speaks to the core of how we can really be content through Christ who strengthens us. 
In contemporary life without Christ, the secular world is encouraged to smile and uh, fake it till we make it. As Christians, we are called to be true and meditate on these things that are true, noble, just, pure and lovely. From Philippians 4, 8 to 9. They say there is strength in numbers, strength physically, emotionally, spiritually and intellectually. Holistically, a cord of three strands is difficult to break. This is indeed what Paul was speaking about, unity and strength in fellowship with others, but firstly in fellowship with Christ. I hope that if you are feeling fatigued and without strength or hope, you will read Philippians and be encouraged. Strength is a valuable commodity, and as Christians, we have access to his strength now and forever. Like the contemporary song lyrics by Anne Wilson, Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus and let my Jesus change your life. He calls you daughter and he calls you home. Can you take his hand? If you'd like to hear more of the Bible and more of Philippians, tune in to my SoundCloud account or listen and subscribe to Bible in Brief. God bless.